Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. What's Greetings, Earth. Same genius time. And any demographic I identify with. I don't believe you, I think an ignorant voter and a non voter are one in the same. Same genius channel. Under his watch. Know something. What have done about police reform in this country? Nothing. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to Unsolicited Genius. I am your curator, Carlton Ennis. I am joined today by the basketball subject matter expert in my life, Craig Lindo. On today's Pressure. show, we will use Craig's expertise and talk about the end of March Madness's insanity. We hope to give you something to ponder. What up, brother Craig? Happy Monday to you. How are you? Uh, go my brother Ennis. Good to see you. Oh, I am happy to be between sky and earth. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 the turf underneath me and the dome above me. How's that going for you? How's what part going for me? Staying between the sky and the dirt. Between well, I'm the, celebrating every second of ground, it, man. Not like, touching dirt nowhere. Okay. Exactly. Like, I'm celebrating every second of it. It's because, you know what? I realized that, um, man, I'm fortunate. Um, I, I, sometimes I could focus on the negative of my life. Where, and, you know, what, what is it? Uh, comparison is the thief of joy kind of, thi- kind of vibe. Mm-hmm, Comparing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where I'm at to what expectation I had at a different time when my needs were different. But what really, uh, you know, what really hit me recently is, uh, dog, as of April 4th, it would mark 31 years of uninterrupted employment by your boy. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't be working anymore after that. And I'm looking at it like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> No, and I don't know if I want to clap for that, but okay. Uh, I I know, I, well, well, in 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 the theme of what you're sharing about joy, you but, know, yeah, living, I, it, right, it, you know, know, and it all started as a bagger at Win Dixie. Yeah, included being my RA at yes. the University of Florida. Right, we had some good times. Stuff we still exactly. can't talk about, you know. But yeah, that was that was That's that the was worst a, part of my life, man. I can't what, talk what? about half of the most fun stuff I've done. Well, you could talk about the people who were there with you. You could talk about it with those folks, but I, I don't want to be in that um in that in that situation. Like, what's that movie? I don't want to be hung over a balcony, bro. I'm good. Yeah, best man. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend writing a book about it. <laughs> I, I just do, I, I just do. feel like I just know too much. And it's just best yeah. I don't ever do anything. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I feel you. All right. So we are a podcast show. We cover headline news. We cover sports. We cover entertainment. All of it is relevant in our lives, in our culture. Uh, That being said, tonight is the men's college basketball championship. So all that to say, we're not going to be on too too long tonight. We, uh, We got hot topics to touch. And then we're going to let everybody go enjoy tonight's game. That includes me and you. So March Madness, we're in April. March is done. 
college basketball tournament, all that it involves, all the brackets, all the projections, all the talk, all the players, all the scouting, all the recruiting, all the stuff um, comes to its pinnacle event tonight. But before we get in tonight, we had a hell of a women showing in their Final Four game and in their championship game over the course of this weekend. So before we talk tonight, before we even talk last night, what is your reaction to the women's final four games? Uh, I made more of an effort to watch the women's this year than the men's uh, so far. Um, but if you, I don't like the phrase, if you know me, let's scratch that. <laughs> I am a believer mm -hmm. that if I want to see quote unquote, purist basketball, purist and purest, I have to watch the women's game anyway. So I'm more inclined to watch it if I'm going to watch and I've been on record here stating before that I don't even like watching basketball, check ball, come play me. I don't like talking about it. Oh, who's the best of all time? No, but check ball. Are you better than me? I'd rather get into that, but that to the side. Um, yeah, I, I, I did watch a girls game. I was shocked to not see South Carolina in the final. Mm -hmm. If I would have mm -hmm. put money online on who would be there in the end, um, I would have I would have put money on South Carolina being there in the end. I do want to shout out Coach Mulkey because I do think I might not agree with certain things, stances she's taken socially or politically, but Coach Mulkey LSU is a talented, skilled leader and coach. I, I got it. It's just what that is. Um, and she got a squad and that squad made it do what it do and the the you know the when you look at the depth of the roster if you want to be realistic Iowa was a Cinderella to begin with they're not deep so all right midnight came see you later Cinderella no um so I enjoyed the games College women's basketball, not that they care, but has definitely scored a new fan in me. Um, the LSU, uh, LSU Virginia Tech game, you know that that went. It was a good game. It went sort of to not have high, much expectations because I was not like I've been watching anybody all year. But team ball, the best team won. South Carolina, Iowa, first of all, entertainment value, it over-delivered. It over-delivered. Because I, I, could, had, I, I, could, I could understand that sentiment, yeah. You had one versus them all. And for me, Caitlin was, I, I was aware of her. You know, I've seen the highlights. I saw people talk about it, but I didn't, hadn't watched a game from start to finish. 
and she too delivered. I, I thought during the course of the game that somehow um, South Carolina would pull it out because they they got they you know Caitlin Clark is a baller, but South Carolina has a bunch of ballers that were playing you know a team game. But Man, South Carolina got at some the dogs. end of it all. At the end of it all, Iowa came out on top. But now, the championship game, everything you said, LSU team game, LSU coach, strategic game time decision-making, stars rising to the occasion, and Caitlin Clark still did her thing for sure, but it just wasn't, it wasn't enough compared to what LSU was bringing. Midnight came. Yeah, for Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Midnight came for Cinderella for sure. So, before I transition, any other reaction thoughts to the the content of the game? No, nah, man. Like, uh, like as far as actual basketball played, um, I'll. I might have stated this before. I'll state it again. I do consume a lot of games on what is like called a coach's cut. So like I watch it afterwards on YouTube and it's just the plays back to back each possession. No talking, no filler between. I don't want to hear about your golf trip or the corny commentator jokes. Like if I'm actually going to watch basketball, I'm here for the ball. I, 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 and actually sometimes that's what the sound off. I don't need your analysis. I just, I could I I could figure it out for myself. You're the subject matter expert. You definitely don't need that. That's a lot of pressure, but I like it. You got it. You got it. You got it. I like you know, I um so as far as the uh co-curricular, so to speak, aspects, I went back to watch those. Okay. And like and so, well, once this once this once the Twitter sphere started to blow up, I went back to watch the co-curricular stuff. So, you know, in 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 the coaches tape, coaches film, what I if you have perspective, please offer. And we'll come back to Twitterverse and what all went down was going down there. But when I watched these games in particular with an open eye, you know, took off the judgment, I'm just consuming basketball. One of the things I observed is when it comes to, you know, the movement, the fluidity of movement, taking the ball to the whole crossover dribble, the women not only are as effective as men when it comes to control and mastery of the ball in hand, they make more of their shots when they do it. You know, (laughs) when I, you know, gone are the Jordan years, right? You know, we move on. There was a window in basketball where the jump shot was out of the game. Now, the jump shot is kind of back, but more so than the jump shot is the three-pointer. Fine errors evolve but it's almost like the art of taking the ball to the hole is gone as as has fallen to the wayside 
I can't tell you the number of times I'm watching men's ball. They thought, you know, they 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 managed to get to the hole. They do a crossover. They make that move, but they don't make the shot. It's short. It's 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 off. The spin on the ball isn't there. When I was watching these women, they got to the hole. Yeah, they weren't dunking on anybody, but when they got to the hole, they made their move and they got the ball in. And so that amongst everything is what also added to 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 my experience this weekend it, the the efficiency of which they played and managed the ball i feel that what you just said actually co-signs and uh maybe even congeals a couple of things that i said because that's what that's where i was going when i said it's the pure it, it appeals to the basketball purist because I think it is the purest form of basketball you can consume, period. You get the greater variety of schemes in the women's game. You will see a greater variety of schemes run. The, the breadth of, of plays and systems that you may encounter, I think you see more. I, it's my, I believe that. The men's game has evolved to some ISO writing jock I saw ball jock riding basketball. I don't enjoy much of it. That is part of the reason I don't watch. I don't like ISO ball. I do love the fact that to a couple of the Spurs championship that ran the same motion offense. We ran at Miramar High. I love that. You know what I'm saying? I love seeing I love seeing team ball and fundamental win and ball movement and whatever. And I dare anybody to challenge me on this. Middle school, college high school basketball the women's game has been more physical in the past 20 years than the men period so it doesn't surprise that there's just certain things that as far as going to the basket and being comfortable around the basket it don't surprise me um a lot of our young men all they learn is from youtube you know and some of them even their trainers are only really teach them euro steps so if it if it ain't a euro and a floater and a euro and a one-handed scoop with the ball bare like with no ball security, like I don't mind teaching those things, but don't only learn those things. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Learn more than that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, like, yeah, like even as a coach of youth sports and somebody that consumes it after the girls play or sometimes before the girls play, we play either way. Right. I see the girls. Look, it's, it's, it's different on every level. And it, it, it they, the, um, whether it's flag football or whatever, even for my middle schools, the girls' game is more physical. The girls' game is always more spicy. Uh, um, as with the exception of football, that little line at the end where you dap each other up, it's more likely to pop off in the girls' game than a boys' game. But that's all another comment. Like afterwards, well, with the exception let's, of let's, football, football let's players. Lead into, let's lead into our, the other part of our combo. So. There were some on the court antics, if lack of a better word, that prompted a lot of off the court conversation. One of them being a tweet initiated by Keith Oberman of our youth ESPN days, referring to Angel Reese's hand in the face and uh, ring uh 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 demonstration toward Caitlin Clark. Uh, Keith Oberman started his tweet with 
What a effing idiot. <laughs> All right. Yes. Now he's he he's he stepped back to say he didn't watch, he didn't know context, he just saw the behavior in the championship game. He learned that Caitlin Clark did something similar the night before or the or a couple nights Previously. before against South Carolina. Um so he then came back to say they're both effing idiots. My word, he didn't, I don't know if he called them effing, but they he said both were wrong. That's not what you do on on a championship stage one perspective other perspective when you get on the internet's beyond keith overman's tweet internet espn is caitlin clark was celebrated when she did it angel reese was demonized criticized when she did it so that's the synopsis. What say you? All right. Um, let me start with the fact that I am not sure. I am familiar with this gesture right here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can't see me. Mm -hmm. First of all, the I don't know what other people like. I've heard it referred to as the John Cena. But right. I gave up wrestling long before John Cena came along. <laughs> so I don't know it from John Cena. Me too. Right. When 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 I see this, there's a certain song that comes on. And, uh, and, and, and when Tony Yayo starts talking, uh, Tony Yayo, G, you, Nick. Like, that's, that's part of that. Like, I know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. me. That's what popularized it. I can't think of anything else. I think Tony Ayo. I don't know who did it first. I am right, right, let right. you know what my algorithms and my timeline and my growth and whatever was like, whatever. Right. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is Yayo, bro, for me. Like, and, <laughs> and you can't see me. And yes, it's supposed to be an insult. Ta da. Right. You can't see me. For whatever reason, you are incapable of. Un you know what I'm saying? It, that's what it means. So as far as how that popped off, I love gestures and celebrations. Okay. I'm okay with them. Not uh, chill out if you're 20 down, but otherwise than that, I'm okay. With them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, do right, you? Right. Do right, you? Right, right. Um. So, and I do see differences even in my own coaching experiences in how certain players are handled versus others. Mm -hmm. Not always for racial reasons. Sometimes, and, and, and part of this is because of the age group I work with mostly. The refs know, yo, whose mom or daddy that is. They don't want that pressure. This, they're not getting enough. They're not getting enough cheddar for this to be dealing with that pressure off the court because they know and people hold grudges for their kids. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Imagine make unintentionally making an enemy an enemy of out of a police officer who is ingrained in the municipality that you live in because you didn't put his kid on the team. 
but let me not go too far from where we were. Um, as far as specifically Reese and Clark, um, yeah, I, I want, I'm all with the celebrations and the da-da-da. I do Neither. see one slight nuance where I don't like the fact that Reese followed Shorty around with it. That's where you were like doing too much, being a tryhard for me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that you followed her around to do it. And actually, it was it the way that it didn't seem like Caitlyn even noticed that she was doing it. She showed no, she played poker very well. She showed no signs that she even noticed her doing it. And it kind of reminded me of uh, your boy with the inbounds trying to make Kobe flinch. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, <laughs> you know, there is. But outside of that, I want to give uh, Sister Reese a shout out, like, because until her speech yesterday, I didn't know she'd been dealing with people calling her, uh, referring to her, dealing with her in the media differently. Maybe because I follow by way of stats and clips. I don't watch games or I don't consume it because I I just need the numbers and the clips. I don't need these people's opinions. So I've, I've I've respected her game. I've even referred to her tremendous contribution to her offense um as a reference point in my math class when i'm trying to teach proportion and percentage i've referenced her by name because she's been that impressive she's amongst the stars that i've referred to because i have female basketball players in my classroom and i need to keep them interested so sometimes i try to refer to something that'll get you know what i'm saying so, like, I didn't know she was going through all this in terms of uh, unfair media coverage. Maybe it's because of how I consumed it. That being said, if she was my player, I wouldn't have an issue with her doing whatever back to the kid, uh, other other player, or whatever. But once you start following her around, I'm going to pull you to the side, like, pull you to the side, like, yo, why are you following her around? And I'm going to be honest with you. Most of my players, if I flip it, I'm going to say, yo, if she followed you around, what would you have done? Oh, coach, mm-hmm. I would have stole off on her. So why are you right. following her around? Right. 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 You lucky. Like, that's that's part of that. Like, because I know a lot of them be like, yeah, no, coach, I'm not like, you don't follow me around doing that junk. Yeah, you do it and keep keep it pushing. So first, I started with Oberman's tweet. There are a lot of other tweets, a lot of the comments. It's just Keith. We had history. He was he I think he was on ESPN when I started watching ESPN. So and he has demonstrated some enlightenment in society, culture, politics, et cetera. So his tweet, initial tweet, ridiculous. Like, come on, Keith, they're athletes on a big stage. That's what they trash talk, trash behavior occurs. If he hasn't accepted that at this stage, you know, maybe he, you know, there's a reason him and ESPN parted ways. That being said, um, I agree with you. I think, you know, trash talk, trash behavior, it is what it is. It's part of the game. Caitlin Clark did it when they played South Carolina. I don't know if there was any history to it. I don't, clearly we don't hear what is being said on the court, but Caitlin did it walking toward her bench. What Reese did, it was annoying to me a little bit. You know, it's like, all right, y'all are winning. Y'all are going to win. She, K- 
Caitlin Clark has been the, you know, at least the media darling of the of, of the tournament. So shutting her down, elevating your program, your team, yourself, you know, do your thing. But at the, you know, when she was pointing to the ring, I was like, you know, I heard Beyonce in my head. I was hearing put a ring on it. So I was I was confused because in college, you know, it's a trophy. Yes, they're rings, but you know, girls get it's rings. A trophy. Oh, there's so there's not an individual trophy, not an individual, but a team trophy. I know there's that too, but I, I'm um, like you notice they play four quarters, but they do win rings. In college. Okay, and that and that's fair. Girls definitely it's just win. in my mind, you know, I think championship trophy. Yeah. So when she was doing the ring, I was like, okay, she must be saying, you know, we're going to get that ring. So I, it took I love me a that, second. By the way. It took me a second to be like, what's she, you know, I'm like, is Caitlyn, you know, my first reaction was like, did her boyfriend break up with her or something? Like, is she not? That's great. Get, you know, but that's that's my brain. That's, that's how great. my brain works. But yeah, she talking about, you can't see me, we're going to get the ring. Well, within any athlete's rights to talk trash, when I play sports, I actually don't talk trash. Um, I just let it in one out and it's directed to me, but you do it. That's your thing. If it gets you going. But I thought from my vantage point, not as a, a race, not from a place of judgment. It was just like, it felt like it felt more than personal. It felt, it felt personal. It felt like, you know, I'm going to show you up, not your team. I'm me myself is going to show you up, Caitlin. That mm. being said, I feel like incidents like this reveal our biases, whether it's racial, whether it's gender, whether it's um, socioeconomic, demographics, whatever. It reveals biases because there are people who on my that in my family, black, I won't say obviously, but black folks on my side that were against Angel Reese and LSU before the game started. They didn't like the hair, they didn't like the look, they didn't like the flair. Not their business, not their call, but they didn't like that. So then the behavior pattern ensues that you know, then becomes a judgment of her character, which mm. when Caitlin did something similar, not as annoying, Caitlin's, you know, as far as I know, she just did it, walked to the bench and was done with it. But there wasn't internet criticism. Nobody called it out. Nobody said anything about it until the second incident occurred or the second until the championship game when Reese did it. Why is that? Right. You know, what bias exists in that they aren't called out equally. What bias exists that Angel Reese has been dealing with this throughout her, a good portion of her basketball career, because like you, I didn't know that she had been dealing with this judgment of who she is, how she shows up, et cetera, et cetera. But we know she has. We, you know, we, you know, to watch the Michigan Fab Four 30 for 30 special and they show five the five. letters, Fab Five, I'm sorry, thank you. 
what's Fab Four? Oh, I'm thinking Fantastic. Fantastic. Four, but Fab Five. <laughs> right. When you when when the fan Fantastic Plus we're just Five Thirty for Thirty. Um, and they shared the letters from alumni and how they felt with their bald heads and their baggy shorts and their black socks, how they felt about them as players. Like, dude, it's clothes, it's appearance, we winning, why you tripping, right? But that's not America, that's not who we are. And so, you know, the gift in a situation like this is it allows it to be called out, it allows Keith Oberman to get taken to task on the internet. I'm sure he'll think twice before he reacts to something sports related that he doesn't know anything about. Um, but to watch a little ESPN between yesterday, today, they're talking about it on the show. They're talking about it on NBC, talking about it on ABC, talking about it on CBS because bias is real. And, you know, I'm not, calling anybody racist today, but we know it exists in race. We know it exists in gender. We know it exists in just overall appearance. Hence, my folks not vibing with Angel and, and, and her persona. So we know we have a we have bigotry and, and, and race issue in the country. At least you and I know the rest of the world could play pretend that they, the rest of the country could play pretend that they want to. But this is indicative of the bias that exists in all things that we do because angel did it caitlin did it but it wasn't an issue until angel did it but only then does somebody call out caitlin which from where you and i sit none of it required a call out maybe a little pull to the side for Angel reads like you're doing a little too much, but message received. So, you know, nothing to be done. Obviously, the game is over. LSU won, clap, clap. You know, SEC love, yay, but I still ain't got no love for LSU as a school and, you know, all that stuff. Go Gators. As a record but, label and as everything um, else. <laughs> <laughs> it was as a record label, a studio, and a, a crew, and everything. But um, whatever you are, everything you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I won't. I won't take it too Park far. But I don't root for LSU. Um, last night, I just wanted a good game. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't sold one way. Yeah, that that's that's where people try to take my Gator card because look. As long as they ain't playing against us, I have no problem cheering for other SEC schools. Just no, like I, I got, cheer for mm. I, I cheer for other Florida schools that are on our schedule because I want to be the first one to give them their L, especially mm. if they're on our schedule. Come to me no. nice and right. No. Let me gut you. I have my limits. Florida State don't have to win no game. No, I like no. I want to be the first one to gut that big. No. Nah, nah, come on, man. I'd like to add on to the misery, you know, lose all your games, play us, continue to lose. No, strength of schedule means games. too much in college football, dog. Strength of schedule strength means of... too much. You know, sorry. We all we all different, right? Yeah, I I don't you're right, strength of schedule matters. But if Florida State never wins the game, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um LSU, I'm not at the don't ever win a game level with them per se but cheering for them is going to be hard to do tennessee 
is almost at don't ever win the game. Everybody else, <clears throat> even Georgia, I, you know, there's times I'll, you know, give no. Georgia a little nudge, right. throw a little support behind them. But FSU, Tennessee, LSU, hard, hard to get love out of me. Okay, so I, I realize in this conversation something about myself. As much as I hate politicians and political movements and whatever, I realize that when it comes down to my college football in particular, but college sports in general, I, yeah, I'm definitely a politician. I am always in the interest of my strength of schedule, bro. Sorry. Like, so, hey, if the other, if somebody on our schedule, if it serves my strength of schedule that they're winning, yeah. Because otherwise we could turn into one of those top-heavy, borderline irrelevant conferences that I can't remember the name of. I, you know, I'm not suggesting I follow logic. It's just my field. Because <laughs> you, make, you make valid points. You know, sometimes, occasionally, where I do relinquish a little bit on my Florida State hate is when all the schools in the state suck. When Florida suck, UM suck, Central UCL, when everybody bad, like, come on, at least represent the state. You know, and it'll, it'll probably be a bowl game. People outside of the state don't understand that what you just described is a Florida depression. Yeah. Like the yeah, mood in the state is bad when that happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The mood in the state we, of you Florida know, we, is bad. At least with football, at football, we we the best in the world. You know, everybody <laughs> in the world don't play football Americano, but if they did, the state of Florida would still be the best. So it, it, one of the few places reflect. where you can find random 40 year olds running sub 540. I'm not talking about myself either. Yeah, like, sometimes hey, I'm wonder. not even talking about myself. That's that's just I'm just letting think, you know where we at. I don't think I I don't think I'm sub five no more. I don't I, I when my son started taking it, I might take it just to see, but Nah, you're right. Understood. I just feel like you're this right. is one of those areas. South Florida is one of those areas where there's a high probability of finding that than a lot of other cities. Mm -hmm. All right. So congratulations to LSU, Caitlin Clark. She is the real deal. Yeah, for sure. Men's tonight. Men's Mr. Reese, good job. Good job. So we yeah. got the men tonight. Predictions. Uh. I haven't been. I like. I, like we said, starting the the, first, the previous segment, I, I announced I haven't followed, been following the men's as closely for no. Just the limited, not limited keeping up I've been doing. I would go UConn, but no, there's no name, no story that's really interesting to me about UConn. Like I said, I I feel I get better basketball as far as college watching the women's. So, man. My novice analysis, um, I would definitely pick UConn to win just because they look like they have the best team. Um, they were definitely the better team against UM. Um, UM gave it all they could. I don't think many of UM's fans thought that they would make it as far as they did based on how they entered into the tournament. So I feel like UM 
what is outkicked its coverage. Um, and then San Diego State, you know, I don't like you necessarily have a story, but if anybody is a true heartbreaker, it's San Diego State because okay. that game, FAU had the game. They were in control most of the game. I think San Diego State only had the lead once, and it's the hit shot that gave them the game. So to know the darlings that FAU were to be from Florida and know all the people that were behind FAU, the you know, the, the opportunity for FAU to be in the championship game, I think at the start of the tournament, you called out FAU's progress, you know, projected that yes. they might actually shake something. So for it to all come to an end, the way it did with a blocked shot that got taken back down court and the handler he found his rhythm he made his move and he took the most confident jump shot that I've seen a dude take in a long time he knew he was making it I knew he was making it and when it went in the game was over FAU so a lot of people in the message in the in the in the group chats there were a lot of people wow 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 my reaction was ouch because I you know, it was a while, but man, it was an ouch. So all that to say, you know, you can't do somebody like that and then not win the whole thing. So as much as I think UConn is the better team and, you know, if I was betting a dollar, I would put it on UConn. I'm going to be cheering for San Diego State tonight. You know, go ahead and give it to a, 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 a not an unknown, but a school that's not used to being here. Um, and you gotta, you gotta get FAU some, you can't just break their hearts and then just lose. You gotta at least let them say they lost to the eventual champion. Um, but main thing though, is I want a good game. Um, you forced me to confess the minute like I, I started, I, I did call FAU a little early. So that was my little in. Before I continue, actually, let me, let me shout out the University of Miami, FAU and Nova Southeastern University. If I'm forgetting another university in an area that had tremendous success this year, my bad. But I know for those three, they all three really did have tremendous basketball success this year. Um, yes, Nova Southeastern in, in a different category, but even within their category, shout out to that coach's staff. There's some good guys on that staff um, and that championship that they got, right? Um, confession, back to the confession. I kind of lost a lot of my interest in the men's tournament once I couldn't get a UM versus FAU final. I did. Um, and that's that on that. Um, However, like I said, I, I'm based on whatever else, UConn, um, what you mentioned about confidence goes back to that, you know, old, old basketball coaches. And I guess I'm in that category now. Like, I don't know. Um, you say 80% of basketball is from the shoulders up, bro. The confidence, right? All the great. One thing I've learned from great shooters from observing great shooters 
coaching great shooters, being a great shooter, they all have one thing in common. They get out of their car and they believe from where they're standing, the ball's going to go in. They're not questioning whether it's going in. And probably if they've ever missed a shot, they might not remember it. There's a certain, like the supreme shooters have a certain level of confidence. It starts here. It's even more important than the form. I've met some of the best, like think through history about some of the unorthodox forms on great shooters, not traditional forms. Like it could, other forms can work as long as you have the strength to get it to the rim. But it starts, you know what I'm saying? That confidence, that confidence, man. Like uh, you mentioned that, like you knew he was going in. Yeah, yeah. He knew it going, yeah, you're right, he did. Yeah. Sometimes you're feeling that, bro. It's like, look, man, that's why Steph turns around. Look, there's been people that have been wanting to turn around for years. He was just the first, he was just one of, uh, one of the people to like be on stage publicizing what all of us feel is sometimes like i don't need to look at this bro <laughs> i did that for y'all i'm gonna get more entertainment out of y'all reaction let me turn around and see how much you like it that's what that's that's that that's that that's what's going on like that on that above the shoulders there bro like that's what they all have in common it ain't for well ladies and gentlemen i told y'all he was the subject matter expert Craig just dropped some knowledge bombs on y'all regarding basketball and confidence. I heard, I hope it's received because everything he said as it applies to basketball applies to confidence in every other area of your life. And on Big that, fact. we'll take a break and be right back. Welcome back to Unsolicited Genius. Like we said, we're not going to keep y'all long today. There's an NCAA Men's Basketball Championship unfolding as I speak. So before we get out of here, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Each of us, me, Joe Nitty, Craig, Uncle Mo on Facebook. Look for us, find us, send us a request. Say, hey, I'm listening to the I show. That'll IG. make us respond even that much more quickly. Shout out to the super producer, Joe Nitty. Please, please, please go back and look at all of our old episodes and see his artistry at work. He is for hire. Thank you to our sponsors, Legacy Wear. Your legacy awaits. You can find them at www.legacywearusus.com. 
Megacore CBD, broad spectrum hemp derived CBD, the way nature intended. You can find them at www.megacorecbd.com. Aura Rainwater, hydrate and elevate. Find them at www.aurarainwater.com. And last but not least, Carlton Ennis Coaching, be your light. You can find out more about my practice, what I do, what I'm bringing to the planet at www.carltoninniss.com. Any shout outs you want to give before we get out of here, Brother Craig? Uh, one time, 1914 ZK, one love. We love our bros. We love our bros. We got 50 years coming up next year as a chapter. So, um, Wow. As long as this, okay. you know, as long as the Santas don't um do away with the Greeks, we should be all right. Um, who mm. I want to shout out? I want to shout out. Who I want to shout out? Oh, I talked to Uncle Mo. So uh he said, What up? He uh he is alive and well, it's just you know, life is calling him. He's still a he's he's very much an active member of the team. He he gave me some talking points. Uh, that I'll bring up when we get into our discussions next week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But Uncle Mo gives y'all his uh, piece up, A-Town, stay down. So thoughts of genius tonight, simply put, be kind. Um, you know, we talked, Craig and I both are supporters of in-game trash talk. We are both supporters of free speech and speaking your mind and being authentic and, you know, however you perceive your truth to be, own it, do with it what you see fit. Just realize when you ain't nice, you're going to get not so nice reactions, whether they're warranted, justified, fair, unbiased, all those other things. That's a case by case situation. We, we respond to it accordingly. But rest assured, if you are kind, you'll get kindness in return. If you are kind and you don't get kindness in return, guess who problem that isn't? It's not yours. You did good. You did kind. And so if you don't get kind in response, then that's the other people's problem. But if you are not kind and people are not kind in return, who you get to point the finger at? And on that, it's been another episode of Unsolicited Genius. Thank you for joining us. Join us next week, same genius time, same genius channel. And for whenever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good night. We'll catch you next time. You are listening to Unsolicited Genius.